0: Hi, and welcome to belly to belly. And uh, today we're going to be talking about going global and getting prepared, making sure that you're all set. And uh, for those who don't know, going global is a, a big uh, event that helps UK companies uh, who are looking to expand globally. And it happens the 16th, 17th of November, uh, coming up pretty quickly at Excel London. So uh, today we are joined by Angus Hirst, who is with uh, SSO International Forwarding. So, welcome, Angus.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: Uh, it's wonderful to have you. And uh, so, you know, I think the, obviously we're thinking about these companies, uh, UK companies that will be at going global and interested in expanding internationally. And obviously, many of them will be looking for partners and resources to help them uh, do that. And, and you will be exhibiting, you'll be speaking. Um, and so, I, you know, one of the really nice things that we can do here is give folks a little bit of an indication of what you do so those that are are interested can pre-contact and and uh maybe at going global itself you're having a second level conversation as opposed to you know all preliminary so do you want to give us just a a little overview on uh sso
1: yeah sure so um where sso international forward and essentially what we see ourselves as is a bit like a travel agent so when you're booking a holiday, obviously you can employ a travel agent to take care of the details for you and to take care of the ins and outs of it for you. And it's the same thing with freight forwarding um, and sort of trading internationally. We've got a lot of companies who trade within the UK, send things within the UK, and when you sort of expand that internationally, there's a lot more things to take into account. Uh, you know, customs clearance, especially post Brexit, and um, now that we aren't in the European Customs Union. You know, you've got to deal with shipping lines, and um, you've got to deal with certain lanes and delivery, you know, in the destination country or vice versa. So there's a lot of different aspects to an international supply chain, and what SSO International tried to do is essentially take that away from you, so that you're only dealing with the one company who can organise something end to end, and that's where we come into it.
0: Fantastic. And um, uh, so, are there certain industries that you find are are best fits?
1: no there's, there's no best fit really because obviously the the internet going global as you know as you'd like to say you know you're it's just a case of expanding your market so mm-hmm. trading within the country that you're based in is great but if you think about it you know your market could be expanded you know tenfold by trading internationally mm-hmm. um, and that's where we come in to be able to assist companies in those first steps or you know if it's a you know, there may be companies out there who have been trading for years internationally, but maybe not be doing it in the best way. It may not be the most efficient supply chain that they've got going. So we can do consultancy and see, you know, how these, how these supply chains can be improved because things change all the time, especially post-Brexit. Mm. Um, we are here to sort of offer that services consultancy or if a company is starting out, you know, we detail out the steps that they need to, they need to take and we detail exactly what needs to be done and how it needs to be done
0: brilliant oh that's awesome um so going global uh why in particular does this event attract you what is it about the event that's uh, particularly important for your work
1: well I, th- I think that post Brexit since the UK left the European Union there's been an awful lot of companies who have been hesitant of trading internationally whether it's in the European Union or you know to, to China to the USA it's a big stumbling block for them because you know obviously in the news it is a massive thing that, you know, 30, the previous 30 years, it's completely changed the way that we deal internationally and trading internationally. So a lot of companies have been put off by that. And, you know, that shows in the figures of the export and import markets since Brexit, that figures really have gone down. But what we want to show is that you cancel trade with, you know, the European Union, you cancel trade internationally. It's just needing that expertise to be able to point you in the right direction and provide you with the best service.
0: Yeah, that's uh, a, it's a, it's a lot of, a lot to navigate, for sure, uh, to get through the, the export side, for sure.
1: Yeah, it is, it is. I mean, you know, especially since Brexit, you know, the, the forms, especially with customs clearances um, and just the, the general having to deal with shipping lines, having to deal with carriers is a lot, and it can be extremely overwhelming, particularly, if you know, for your small to medium businesses where maybe the staff aren't in place with a logistics department or a supply chain manager, it's just something that does appear too much for people who, you know, especially small, small to medium businesses, because that's where we aim to come in as an intermediary. So that essentially you're dealing with one company who can take it that end to end. And that's, that's the service that we aim to offer. And it's a service that, you know, that we try and spread the word on to show that people can trade internationally. It's not as complex as, as it seems, as long as you're using the right people and you're, you know, doing the right things
0: makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they it's nice you, you, to give someone else your headache. So uh, that's a, that's a good thing. So
1: yeah, I'm, I'm used to people giving me their headaches.
0: So, <laughs> um, so uh, a last topic area, and that is, um, you know, thinking about some of the companies that are coming, some will have been to trade fairs, and trade shows before some, this will be a new experience, and, and certainly one um, as big as as going global is. Um, are there any pieces of advice or tips that you might share for these uh, uh, companies to get the most out of the experience?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously preparation is key. Um, you know, you need to have a think about your business, hmm. what you are looking to achieve in your business within the next year, and um, where you sort of, you know, you need that assistance. What is it you're trying to do? Are you trying to trade internationally for the first time? Are you already trained in interna- trading internationally, but you know, maybe want to look at duty savings and sort of customs regimes what is it that you really want from there and then from there you know you can pick out what speeches will be best for you what seminars you w- will be best for you um so the particular seminar that i'll be leading um we'll be talking about customs regimes and um, you know duty savings bringing into the uk and importing into the uk how you can cut down those margins that you're currently paying to, to hm revenue and customs and um, so it's just about preparation you know what do you think is the best thing for your business that, that your business will benefit from um, and just doing that preparation in advance
0: mm, that makes sense uh, prepare 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 and be focused right that's that's always good um so uh one last question this is uh something i'm observing you know, our business is all around helping companies go to trade shows and trade fairs and and get the most out of that process Something I'm noticing post COVID is a pretty good percentage of people are no longer carrying business cards or maybe they just haven't printed new ones uh, since COVID. Or I don't, I'm not really sure. But um, what are your thoughts? Are you pro business card? Are you anti business card?
1: Um, I mean, I've, I've got my own business cards, but I must say I don't use them as much as I used to. Definitely not. Yeah. I think um the future's with QR codes. So my, my own one, I've got a QR code on. Yeah. You can scan the QR code and it'll save my number and my details to your to your phone and your contact. So
0: yeah,
1: right. uh, I mean you know a lot of things have changed post COVID. I mean, you know, as we're doing today, everything's over Teams, everything's over Zoom. Um, you know, even when you are down the road, it's just um it's a different way of communicating now. But um, you know, I always like getting out there and seeing someone face to face.
0: <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it, and, and yeah, it's pretty hard to replace the face-to-face yeah. long-term. Um, I mean, I think,
1: uh, I think you're a bit too far away, to be honest, Bill, over in America, but um, maybe that's
0: so. <laughs> time. Well, I'll be in London for going global, so... it's well, there uh, we go there. I'll bring my yeah. business card. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, the one thing I would say about business cards and what we're seeing, and, and in fact, we just uh, hosted an event for a, a client last night, um, and some people didn't have business cards, and so what happens... Besides the idea that, you know, it's the you it's a very rare chance to be able to hand someone your brand, right? You can give them your logo and it's on your business card. But there were people there last night at this event who instead of a business card, they had a QR code and they said, you know, here, just scan my QR code. Now here's the challenge is, well, there are a couple of challenges. One is the QR code that you give sends, you know, your information into my database. The next person I met their QR code sent me to their LinkedIn profile. The next person I met, their QR code sent me to their WhatsApp. Um, and so there's no common database that all this info goes through. So the next morning, the only people you remember you met are those that handed you something tangible. And, yeah. and in fact, you can take notes on that. With If I get, if your info goes into my database, I can't easily go, well, Angus, I need to follow up with him regarding X or Y um, so that, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I still carry a pen around uh, and actually make notes and, and the, um, yeah, I guess it, it just seems like there's a, it, it, it's one of those things. It's very easy, I think, to not carry them, um, but you're not really thinking about the person you're meeting and making it easy for them to transact business with you um, be, because there's no standard electronic, Yeah, you know, sort of, uh, database for uh, this kind of stuff. So everybody has their own sort of system and, yeah anyway i think uh enough said there but
1: uh i'll, I'll be there in november with my business card. all right all process. right so thanks angus <laughs> <laughs> awesome
0: well very good this has been this has been super it's been great to talk to you i can't wait to meet you in in london in uh in uh, what about four weeks so that'll be a lot of fun sounds Any good yeah too. thanks for your time angus i really appreciate it
1: no no problem at all thank you very much for having me and i'll uh, see you and anyone else in london